You're listening to Adrian Has Issues, the conversational podcast celebrating the culture of creativity. In all honesty, I have recorded this particular episode about, if not more than two dozen times. Every time I feel as though I have nailed my feelings, my thoughts, my words into something that was not only concise, but also made sense to the listener, I've realized that I failed miserably and it was soon then deleted. Funny enough, I don't like deleting my old work. I almost dare to call them demos. I am someone who is often influenced heavily by music. There's a lot of recordings of solo podcasts, mini episodes, whatever you want to call them, that I've done that like I've recorded so many of them that will probably never see the light of day. A lot of it borders on journalistic, a lot of just free thinking, just getting the thoughts out of my head onto recording and letting it go from there. Sometimes I listen back to those recordings and say to myself, this is really good. I like where this is coming from. Some of them could be random, funny, deeply personal, depressing, angry, but a lot of them invariably are just thoughts and feelings that I needed to get out of my head, but weren't quite fit for public consumption, for lack of a better term. Though sometimes I do write something that I don't necessarily even intend to post or record or what have you. And I'm almost surprised after I write these things or record them that you know, these thoughts came out of my head because something about me is that even at my most calm and collected sounding during a recording, I am a bundle of chaos. I am nervous. I'm anxious. I have so many emotions that swirl around in my head and in my heart at all given times. Even sometimes during interviews, I sometimes like am caught up in like the maelstrom that I don't often quite grasp and comprehend what's going on pretty much almost until it's completely over and then you know after some time removed I'll listen back and again I'm surprised I'm sometimes even dumbfounded that these things came out of me that sound so clear when at the time they don't always feel that way so with that said it's hard to record something sometimes and be in that moment because again I'm always just trying to think several moves ahead So with that said, this actually was written on January 29th, 2022. And I'd be lying if I said I remembered writing this because I believe I wrote this during a dark time. I was going through a lot and I was trying to get thoughts out and trying to come up with a a means of conveying what I was feeling without coming off either too confrontational, too dark, or too confusing, or just too random. But I thought I'd read what I wrote on this day, because I think a lot of this ended up being something that I I feel very strongly about. So uh, if it sounds like I'm reading from a script, it's because I am. But uh, I'll go into that now. One of the biggest lies I was told, and then repeated to myself, until the point in which it became dogmatic, was that I was not an artist. I emphatically believed that my sole contribution to the creative community was the ability to engage with quote-unquote real artists about their craft. 
In doing so, I diminished the lifelong passion that burned inside of me since I was a small child. Engaging with fellow creators was not just a means to explore why they made the art for their sake, but also mine. I wanted people to express their passion, their hopes and dreams, in the hope that I can better understand why I felt this similar drive. With each conversation, I aimed to gain a better understanding of this power I possessed. Adrian Has Issues was never truly meant for simply promotion in the traditional sense. Yes, I wanted my audience to support these talented individuals any way they could, but I also wanted to connect with the people I believe to be my equals, not my betters. Podcasting is artistry. It can be as deep or as superficial as one wishes to make it, but in the end, it is art. The art of conversation is seldom celebrated, but there is so much power to be found in the connections made between strangers and lifelong friends. The knowledge and belief that we are not alone in the world is everything. To truly feel seen, understood, and appreciated is a dream come true that I hope we can all feel in some way. Whatever that means to you, I hope you all find it. I hope I'm getting closer. Even with this dark cloud over my head, I feel that I am. At one point in my life, I was surrounded by people that helped me hide. This kept me safe from the storm, but it was also hard to grow when you're tucked away, hidden from the light. I'm fortunate to know connections that refuse to let me hide and encourage me to be seen. That nakedness is sometimes painful and uncomfortable, but living that truth and accepting all of it makes life worth living. With this new year, I hope to use these platforms to help people feel seen and appreciated. I want to find ways to give back. I also want to be more comfortable with sharing my stories. (laughs) Lord knows I have a lot of them. It might be a bit awkward, but if my life has taught me anything lately, is that it's entirely too short not to live it as authentic as possible. I've had plenty of time to hide. That time ends today. I am forever grateful. Seven years in, close to a decade overall. I wouldn't trade in any of it for anything. Thank you. These are the words written from Adrian on January 29th. Just a couple weeks prior to that, I had celebrated seven years of podcasting. Though at the time, I hadn't done Adrian Has Issues in literal months. You know, that dark cloud that I had talked about is something that I hope to maybe one day explore, but I have to find the right context for it. And those people who I refer to that don't, allow me to hide and allow me to grow and challenge me and that there's nothing more true to life than being yourself. And to that end, I'll thank Eileen, the Latinerd, the love of my life, the lady who saw me, saw all of me, the beautiful, the ugly, the dark, the light, all of it, and accepted me. And with her I felt a level of comfort and confidence that even when I push back against it, I know it's there and it can never be put away. I I think so much of my friends that I have now who also do the same, and I thank you, but I also have to accept the, the bad, the mistakes that were made, the promises that were broken, the words that were said that hurt, the words that were not said that hurt. All of it is woven into this tapestry that is me. 
And I've spent nearly a decade talking to people about their stories, not just the ones that they write or produce or sell, just the stories that led them to this point in their lives to create. But with this year and every year coming, I hope to share my own story. Because like I said, I am an artist. I am a storyteller. I am a creator before all things. I come from a family of creators. I am currently in a household of creators. Those stories, all of them, deserve to be heard. And that's where I'll be. In whatever way that takes form, that's how I'll do it. And I want to thank each and every one of you, whether you were there for the whole seven years or maybe just for the last couple of weeks, what have you, good or bad, has shaped me into who I am. And it's time, as much as I love doing what I'm doing, it doesn't mean anything if it's not coming from a place of authenticity. The last time I recorded one of these, it was called The Question, because at the time I was still figuring out who I was and what I wanted to do. I was tempted to call this the answer because I thought I had come to the conclusion, but I'm not quite there yet, but I'm closer than I've ever been. And I will end this by asking the question, every creator has a story. What's yours? And more importantly, what's mine? Take care. Have a good night.